Hi, and welcome to the BSO Podcast, a podcast for young people who desire to achieve self and career mastery. My name is BSO. I will be your mentor, teacher, and leadership coach, and it will be my pleasure to do this journey with you. Hi, guys. Is another episode of the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So today's episode, I will be talking about self-mastery and I have titled this episode, The Road to Self-Mastery Begins at the Junction of Self-Discovery. So what am I saying essentially? All I'm saying is that you cannot become a master of yourself if you do not know yourself. It's that simple. So self-mastery starts with self-discovery. You can only become a master of something that you know. So it's like saying you're an expert in English. You can only be an expert in English because you know English. You're an expert in IT. You are only an expert in IT because you know the basics of IT. So it's the same thing. If you do not know yourself, you cannot master yourself. It's just impossible. If you do not know how you are wired, if you do not know how, why you think the way you think, if you do not know why you respond to situations, the way you respond to them, then you cannot master yourself. So the journey, the road to self-mastery really starts at the junction of self-discovery. And what is self-mastery? What is self-mastery? Okay, I, I, I like to take this definition from Destiny Odyssey. And Destiny Odyssey says that self-mastery is the ability to recognize, understand, control, and make the most out of your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self. And how do you gain this control? You gain this control through awareness, remember? Understanding and controlling these four parts of yourself, which are channel through your thoughts, your emotions, and your actions. So essentially, self-mastery gives you control over the one thing that you can control in any given situation. And that one thing is yourself. That's the only thing you can control in any situation. So you need to know yourself. If that's the only thing you can control, you need to know yourself. You need to discover who you are. When you want to achieve self-mastery, you must start with self-discovery. You have to become self-aware. You need to understand what your personality is. You need to know what your temperament is. You need to know what your values are. You need to know what your beliefs are. It starts from there. Self-mastery starts from self-discovery, becoming self-aware. You cannot, you cannot become a master in yourself if you don't even know who you are, if you do not understand why you behave the way you behave, if you do not know what your personality is, if you do not know what your temperament is, if you do not know what your values are, if you do not know the ba- beliefs that you hold strong. You cannot become a master in yourself. And the more you understand yourself, the more control you will have over yourself and your life. 
That's how you achieve self-mastery. The more you understand yourself, the more you understand your personality, the more you understand your temperament, the more you understand your values, the more you know why you believe the things you believe, the more you have control over yourself and your life. You need to, as a matter of necessity, Start your journey of self-discovery if you are ever going to become a master in yourself. So the process goes like this. You start with self-discovery. That's why the road to self-mastery starts at the junction of self-discovery. But then you don't stop there. When you acquire all that knowledge about yourself, what do you do? You have to develop yourself. So, You know that this is your temperament. You know that you're choleric. You know that you're phlegmatic. You know that you're sanguine. You know that you're melancholic. Or you know that you're a blend of sanguine and choleric. Or a blend of melancholic and phlegmatic. You know that this is your personality. You know that your values are integrity. Your values are excellence. You know that your values are honesty. What do you do with that knowledge? You begin to develop yourself. So self-discovery is not the junction where you stop. It is where you start. And when you start the journey of self-mastery at the junction of self-discovery, you move to the next bus stop, which is the bus stop of self-development. And what do you do there? You develop yourself. You develop yourself. So the knowledge that you have acquired, which is self-knowledge, right? The things that you now know about yourself that helps you to understand the reasons why you believe what you believe, the reasons why you hold some values there, the reason why you are here, which is your purpose. You are able to apply that knowledge to your life. You are able to understand your strengths and build upon them. You are able to understand your weaknesses and begin to improve upon them, right? So with self-knowledge, with self-knowledge, you are able to deploy the knowledge that you have acquired through self-discovery to become the best that you can be. And when you begin to do that, you are drawing close to your destination, which is self-mastery. Self-mastery requires self-discovery. You need to know yourself to be a master in yourself. It's like what I said before. If you are an expert in IT, you know the basics of IT. You are only a master because you have become aware of what um, information technology is. You have discovered it. You have knowledge in it. You have mastered that knowledge. And that's why you are called an expert in it. So it's the same way. You have to discover who you are. You have to acquire knowledge about yourself. And then you need to become a master in yourself. And becoming a master in yourself means that you know yourself so well that in any given situation, you are able to control yourself. You are able to determine how you respond in any given situation. And that's how you achieve self-mastery. That's how you achieve self-mastery. 
So self-mastery starts with self-discovery, self-awareness, gaining knowledge about yourself. And then when you gain the knowledge, you self-develop. You improve upon yourself. So with your strengths, you become better. With your weaknesses, you try to become, you, you try to improve upon them. You strengthen your strength and you improve upon your weaknesses. You do not focus too much on your weaknesses to the detriment of your strengths. You should focus on getting better and at those things that you are strong at so that you are so strong at them that your weaknesses begin to pale away when compared to your strengths. The truth of the matter is when you become very good at what you are good at, people rarely notice those things that you are weak at. People rarely notice. People rarely notice, right? So you need to understand who you are. Discover who you are. Discover what your strengths are. You discover what your weaknesses are. Discover what your personality is. Use that knowledge to self-develop. Develop yourself based on that knowledge that you have. And then you draw closer and closer to self-mastery. So self-mastery doesn't just happen. Self-mastery requires that you start at the juncture of self-discovery. Self-mastery requires that you know yourself. Self-mastery requires that you become self-aware. Self-mastery requires that you use the self-knowledge that you have, right, to develop yourself. And the surefire way to to achieve self-mastery It's through self-development. You have to keep developing yourself. You have to keep developing yourself. Now that you know yourself, now that you know what your beliefs are, you know what your values are, you know what your principles are, you know what your personality is, you need to keep developing yourself. Because it is when you develop yourself, self-development, continuous self-development is what guarantees self-mastery. And that's why maybe John Maxwell wrote the book that talent is not enough. It's not just enough for you to know that you're choleric or that you're sanguine or that you have this gift or that you have this talent. If you do not develop yourself, you're never going to be a master. I mean, it's not just enough for you to be talented to sing. If you do not develop your skills, if you do not get a coach for yourself or you do not get a voice trainer, you probably will not become a superstar singing. Yes, you will sing, but maybe people will not know you. Maybe you you will not write a best-selling song or maybe you will not have a best-selling song. So it's the same way with yourself. You need to develop yourself once you know Once you discover yourself at that junction of self-discovery, when you become self-aware, you use the knowledge. I know I feel like I'm repeating myself, but I think I need to emphasize it. You need to use the knowledge. Don't just know that you're sanguine. Don't just know that you're melancholic. Don't just know that you're phlegmatic. What does it mean to be phlegmatic? What does it mean to be melancholic? What does it mean? To be D 
in the dispersonality test. What does he mean? What does he mean? What does he mean? And how does he translate to your life? How does he translate in your career? How does he translate to everything you do? Does he have a negative effect or does he have a positive effect? If he has a negative effect, what do what can you do to turn it around? If it has a positive effect, how can you get more of that positive effect? That's what you do with the knowledge you acquire in during self-discovery. So it is what you do with the knowledge you acquire during self-discovery that helps you to achieve self-mastery. If you do not do anything with the knowledge you acquire during self-discovery, you're never going to achieve self-mastery. You will just know. You will just know what you know. And a lot of people know so many things, but hey, they're not doing anything with what they know. So don't be that person that just knows things about himself. Don't be that person that just knows that, oh, he has these values. Don't be that person that just knows, oh, I hold this principle there. What do you do with that knowledge? What do you do with that knowledge? It's just like me. I know I'm choleric. I have the tendency to be bossy. I have the tendency to be domineering. But I don't want to be recognized or perceived as a bossy person. Yes, I had that problem initially. But then when I started reading about leadership, when I started studying about leadership, so with the knowledge that I have acquired through self-discovery, right? I now began to develop myself. I applied some self-development and the self-development I applied is by reading, studying about leadership. Who is a leader? What does leadership mean? Cholerics are born leaders. They like to lead. They like to, you know, tell people what to do. They like to tell people, you know, get people to do things, right? That is my temperament. That's my temperament. So, but the weakness of my temperament is that I have the tendency to be bossy. I have the tendency to be domineering. So what do I do with that knowledge? I started studying about leadership. And applying the principles of leadership to my choleric temperament has helped me to be a better leader. It's the same way when I took the spark type test. I see that I am, my primary spark type is the advisor. <laughs> my secondary spark type is the sage. And my anti spark type is the performer. So my advisor and sage spark types allows me to be a great coach and mentor. It allows me to do what I like to do best. I mean, when I am doing those things, I am in my element. I am very excited. But, you know, my performer anti-spark type is the one that allows me to teach. But, you know, even when I use it, I use it to achieve the objectives of my primary and secondary spark types, which is the advisor and the sage. So when I'm teaching, I am also trying to mentor and coach. 
So understanding those things helps me to be a master of myself, helps me to achieve self-mastery. So what I'm saying to you guys today is that the road to self-mastery begins at the junction of self-discovery, but it doesn't stop there. You need to make a stop at self-development. So once you make those discoveries about yourself, after taking maybe the temperament test, the personality test, the archetype, archetype test, your values test, and then the spark type test, you need to add self-development to it. You need to continuously develop yourself so that you can achieve self-mastery. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the BSO Podcast. I hope you found the thoughts shared helpful. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. If you loved the show, please leave a rating so that I can continue to bring you more insightful episodes. You can also follow me on social media at Coach BSO. Until I come back in a fortnight, remember to lead, excel, be accountable, and stay determined.